Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hit the Buzzer Game Show podcast. I'm your host, Charles McDonald, and get ready for the next half hour. I'm going to bring you some great games and game show news and the world revolving around game shows. First off, I'm going to start off with Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Their first puzzle is in the category Phrase, and the puzzle is, Are you ready for this? And let's see if you can guess this triple toss-up theme. Solar, solar power, wind power, purchasing power. And these are things with power. And this second triple toss-up theme, walking on a treadmill, running on a treadmill, falling off a treadmill. These are things involving a treadmill. And let's move on to Wheel of Fortune for the civilian contestants. Their first puzzle for the week is in the category, What Are You Doing? And the puzzle is, Feeling Festive. And their triple toss-up theme, let's see if you can guess this one. Jingle Bell Swing, Jingle Bell Time, Jingle Bell Rock. And if you guess Jingle, Bo Jingle Bell Rock lyrics, then you're feeling festive right now because you are right. The next first puzzle is in the category, Place, and the puzzle is, a beautiful home. And their triple toss-up theme goes something like this. Receiving a gift, tearing open a gift, re-gifting. And these are actions involving gifts. Their first puzzle for the next episode is in the category movie title, and the puzzle is Lightyear. And their triple toss-up theme is television series, animated series, podcast series and these are all series and reminding me of the podcast series this is exactly what i'm doing right now delivering a podcast to every single one of you their next first puzzle is in the category things and the puzzle is all the little extras and their triple toss of theme is this string cheese string beans shoestring fries and these are foods with strings in their names. Their first puzzle is in the category place, and the puzzle is around the dinner table. And these, uh, this triple toss-up theme goes something like this. Whoopi Goldberg, Jeff Goldblum, Goldie Hawn. And these are people with gold in their names. And we move on to our, to our next show, which is Jeopardy. Let's see if you can guess the correct response to these clues I'm about to give you. The category is with a song in your brain for $200. And the answer is, this word for a song's main tune is from the Greek word for song. The correct response is, what is melody? And their, your next category is food as you might say it for 200 and the answer is, it's got buns, hun, the untidy Jose. And the correct response is, what is sloppy Joe? The next category is historic names for 200. And the answer is, she once took First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt on a flight over Washington, D.C., both attired in evening gowns. The correct response is, who is Amelia Earhart? The next category is New Musical Supergroups for 200. And the, the answer is Daft 
and the machine? And the correct response is, what is Daft Punk and Florence the Machine? The last category for the week is Time for Reading for 200. And the answer is, Blank in the Garden of Good and Evil. The, the response is, What is Midnight? Next we move on to The Price is Right. Their first win is, is during the game Switch for trips to Washington, D.C. and Zion National Park. And their first trombone is during the game Gridlock. Their first win is during the game Now or Then for a Hot Tub. And their first trombone is during the game Easy as One, Two, Three. Next we move on to Let's Make a Deal. And their first win is for designer accessories. Their first zonk is in the envelopes that Jonathan and Tiffany were holding. Their next first win for the week is for a music studio. And their first zonk is the green dollar amount at the top. Their first win is for a new barbecue. And their first zonk is the broken down car. Their first win for the next episode is for a pair of smart TVs. And their first zonk is the rollaway bed. The last episode for the week is their first zonk is the camel in the bathtub. And their first win is the music room. Next we move on to a show called Family Feud Canada. Let's see if you can guess the number one answer to these questions. The first question is, Name something you and your spouse do differently, even though you both think you do it the right way. The number one answer is clean or load dishwasher. The next question is, name something you might sneakily do while your date is in the bathroom. The number one answer is text or call friend. And the next question is fill in the blank. Every serial dater has a favorite blank. The number one answer is bar or date spot. And their last question is this. Name something new parents probably wish they could do with a wave of a magic wand. The number one answer to that question is change diapers. Next we move on to Pictionary. And their first category is whatever floats your boat, which are things on a boat. I remember the times when I went on a boat, uh, and uh, the favorite thing I like to do is inner tubing. Sometimes I, I fall off, and, uh, and we, I had to get back on. But other than that, it's a great way of uh, spending time on a boat uh, with uh, people you love and care about. The next category is the golf between us which are things at a miniature golf course. I remember the times when I got introduced to mini golf. It was, it was with my father. Um, I, I did such a great job with, with the miniature golfing. I just put the ball in the hole. And, and I remember one time on the fourth hole, I got a hole in one. I, I, I never forgotten that moment ever since. And uh, I also remembered that uh, yeah, I was thinking that if I competed against Bob Barker in a, in a game of mini golf, and if I beat him, he might give me a brand new car. Okay, moving right along. 
Sitting pretty is the next first category, which are things you sit on. Some things that you sit on include a chair, a sofa, a bed, or anything that you can sit on. Also, I cannot forget a stool. Next, we move on to another category, now boarding, which are things associated with skateboarding. You know, if, if Tony Hawk was playing Pictionary and, uh, and he gets that category, he'll practically rock it because, uh, because uh, he, he's, uh, he's such an expert at skateboarding, so he practically knows the ropes. Next, we move on to another category. It's all over but the shouting, which are things that make you shout. Next, we move on to another show called 25 Words or Less. Their first words that they use for one episode are cleavage, last supper, fish, propose, Stephen. For the word Stephen, I would say director blank Spielberg. And for propose, I would say kneel, ring, show, engage. The next first words that they used for another episode were button, bath, FedEx, booty, alone. For button, I would say push the start blank. And for bath, I would say opposite shower. And for FedEx, I would say UPS competitor. Anyway, moving right along. The next first words were hair, tarantula, marshmallow, plus glory. For plus, I would say opposite minus. And for tarantula, I would say hairy spider. Next, we move on to you bet your life. Let's see if you can guess the answers to these questions. Passing the bar is the category which is about famous fictional bars. The question is... What animated TV series are you watching if Homer is tossing back Duff beers at Moe's Tavern? And if you guessed The Simpsons, then you are correct, and we propose a toast to you. The next category is Sounds Like a Broken Record, about Guinness World Records. The question is, a woman known as Marawa the Amazing holds the world record for simultaneously rotating 200 of what Hawaiian dance-inspired toys around her body? And if you guessed hula hoops, then you are correct. The next category is Wacky Neighbor, which is about famous TV sitcoms. The question is, starring Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, was an Oscar-nominated film about a week in the making of what classic sitcom? And if you guessed the answer, I Love Lucy, then you are right on that. And I got a few fun facts about I Love Lucy. I remembered on an episode of Double Dare, Family Double Dare, with Mark Summers, he usually does this impression from I Love Lucy, which is, Honey, I'm home! Ha ha! And also, when, when Lucy was about to have a baby, the CBS censors had actually put in the alternate word uh, saint uh, for pregnant because the CBS censors had actually banned the word pregnant. There's, there's a fun fact for every single one of you. Anyway, moving right along. 
heat waves and heat waves is the next category, which is about things associated with Miami. Here's the question. You can tell from its name that Little Havana is a Miami neighborhood where you can sample the culture of what country? And if you guess Cuba, then you are right. Next, we move on to tug of words. You practically know how tug of words works. I will give you a word and I'll give you a clue. And to get the right answer, you have to change one letter in the existing word to come up with the correct answer. The first word is fan. The clue is popular craze. And if you change the N to a D, you get fad, which is the right answer. Pin is the, is the next word, P-I-N. And the clue is rubbish receptacle. If you change the P to a B, you get the word bin, which is right. Z is the next word, Z-E-D. And the clue is Eastern philosophy. If you change the D to an N, you get the word Zen. Irk is the next word, and the clue is it comes out of a pen. Change the R to an N, you get ink. Boy is the last word, and the clue is plaything. Change the B to a T, you get toy. Next, we move on to America Says. Let's see if you can guess the top answers to these questions right here. Uh-oh, Godzilla showed up in Europe. Last I heard, the city of blank was his new stomping ground. Some top answers were Paris, London, and Rome, just to name a few. And the next question, I'm trying to eat more fruit. So I'm ordering a blank margarita. Top answers were strawberry, peach, and apple, just to name a few. The next question is, if you're married, you probably know your spouse's favorite blank. The top answers were food, TV show, and sports team, just to name a few. The next question is, the beach is always a fun time until you get sand in your blank. The top answers were bathing suit, butt, and shoes, just to name a few. The last que question that they use for the week are, there are finger foods, and then there are foods you need two hands to eat, like blank. The top answers were hamburgers, sandwiches, and ribs, just to name a few. In other game show news, we found out that Wheel of Fortune hostess Vanna White is celebrating 40 years with Wheel. And I must say, she doesn't look old enough to be celebrating 40 years with Wheel. So uh, congratulations to Vanna White uh, on her milestone on Wheel of Fortune. We're so proud of her for that. And uh, we also found out that, that Wayne Brady mentioned on an episode of Let's Make a Deal that he lost his grandma this year. So, uh, so uh, our our thoughts and prayers go out to Wayne Brady and his family. And uh, and uh, I typically know the feeling on uh, that Wayne Brady was experiencing because uh, because uh, the same thing happened to me just uh, not too long ago. So, 
So, Wayne, if you're listening to this podcast, I kind of understand what you're going through. So, so our thoughts and prayers and our condolences go out to Wayne Brady and his family, and, uh, and I'm terribly sorry to Wayne Brady for losing a member of his family. We, we know how hard that must, have, that must have felt. Anyway, and we also found out America Says has ended their season on Game Show Network, so uh, we'd like to congratulate America Says for an amazing season, and uh, we hope uh, that uh, more seasons will come in, uh, and, uh, and uh, we'll be more entertained with more fill-in-the-blank questions. Uh, so I would like to say congratulations to the host, John Michael Higgins, and all the contestants, and all the, and all the staff who worked very hard on America Says, uh, and uh, there, there's no better time uh, to say congratulations than the end of the season that, that they did for America Says, uh, so congratulations to every single member of the staff and John Michael Higgins and, uh, and the whole production company and uh, Game Show Network for an amazing season of America Says, and uh, we hope that uh, there's going to be more seasons coming in. And uh, we couldn't be more happier than, uh, than more seasons coming in. And we have birthdays from the days between December 11th and December 17th. And uh, one of them is a big milestone for a game show host. It is Bob Barker, who is celebrating his 99th birthday on December the 12th. So happy birthday to you, Bob Barker. And... Uh, we're, we're so proud that uh, The Price is Right is still going strong, and, uh, and you're going strong as well, and, uh, and we kindly appreciate your love for animals and uh, the entire CBS show, The Price is Right, and uh, everybody on the staff and the fans uh, are, very, are very proud of you for a big milestone, so congratulations to you, Bob Barker, on that. Next up... We have Mayim Bialik, who is uh, the host of Jeopardy, and she turns 47. So happy birthday to you, Mayim, and uh, hoping that uh, hoping that uh, your birthday is uh, something that uh, that you'll love for a long time. And finally, we have John Davidson, or as Shadow Stevens would say, John Davidson. And John is turning 81, so congratulations to you, John. And uh, glad that uh, you're enjoying life as uh, things come your way. And uh, we'll always remember that uh, those uh, shows that you did in your career, like Hollywood Squares and the $100,000 Pyramid, Time Machine, and, and all the other good things that you did in your career. And uh, we move on to some game show history. But before we do, though, I wanted to point out in my last podcast, I was talking about the show Debt, which is, uh, which is uh, the show on the Lifetime Network uh, where, where three contestants come to the show uh, who are in debt in real life and have a chance to have the show pay off their entire debt. I was only talking about the first season, and I didn't talk about the changes in the second season, so I'm going to tell you right now. In the second season, they did some changes to the show. They, they introduced a toss-up question worth $1 in the honor of selecting the first category. And they have five categories up on the board, and they don't get to choose the dollar amounts in, in, in the second season. 
They start off at minus 50, and they have five questions uh, going in $50 increments all the way up to, to minus 250. And one of the categories is even designated as the usual detonator, which is the most difficult category on the board in the opinion of the producers. And with the detonator, all the dollar amounts are doubled, meaning, meaning the first question will be worth minus 100, and the last question go, will be worth minus 500, going up in $100 increments. And the second and the and the final round uh, hasn't changed at all because uh, because uh, it'll be it'll be the usual in in the rounds two and three and and uh, same goes for the rest of the show. They had gambling debt uh, just like they did uh, in the first season, and they also had uh, the, the get out of debt round, whereas the usual get ten questions correct and their entire debt is eradicated. And they will also have a chance to bet their debt, which is which is the same from round one, from the first season. And that's how debt works. Now I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to you about some game show trivia that that I will be talking to you about, which is the weakest link. I'm going to tell you a few facts about The Weakest Link. It first got started in the UK, where the top prize over there is £10,000. And the rules are, the, the aim is to answer enough questions correctly to reach the £1,000 target within the time limit. The fastest way is to create a chain of nine correct answers. Get your question wrong, and you break the chain and lose all the money in that chain. But if you say bank before the question is asked, the money is safe. However, they'll start a new chain from scratch. And at the end of the round, only money that is banked will be carried forward. The first round starts with three minutes, and for each new round, they will subtract ten seconds. And there are nine contestants to start out with. And at the end of each round, the contestants vote off the contestant that they think is the weakest link. And whoever gets the most votes gets those infamous words uh, to eliminate them from the game. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. And the show was hosted by Anne Robinson in the UK. And Anne also came over to the United States to host Weakest Link in, in this country as well. And uh, since then, The Weakest Link has uh, spanned to lots of different countries around the world. And, and they have different top prizes, like the, like the United States of America has a top prize of $1 million. And when the show went into syndication, uh, by the way, in the, in the U.S. version, in primetime, there are eight contestants. And uh, when the show went into syndication... It was hosted by George Gray, where they have a top prize in the first season of $75,000, and in the second season, it is $100,000. And in the final chain round in the UK, they, they, will, they will play the, the last round with two remaining contestants, and whatever they bank in that final round will be tripled and added to the total to make up their final prize money. So in that round, 3,000 pounds is at stake in that round.
and and the final two contestants that remain will go head to head to see who will win the entire bank and in the UK version there they start off with 20 pounds and the last chain link up is worth a thousand pounds and whoever whoever gets the most questions correct in the head-to-head -head out of five will win the entire bank and if there's a tie at the end of that round they will go for sudden death until they have a winner in sudden death they will continue the questions in pairs and if one person gets the question correct then the other contestant will have to answer correctly or lose and if the first contestant gets it wrong and the other contestant gets it right they win. And in the in the American version of uh, the weakest link, their first question is worth one thousand dollars, and the last chain link is worth one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. And in the George Gray run, their first question is worth two hundred and fifty dollars, and the last chain link is worth twelve thousand five hundred dollars in the first season, and in the second season. The first link is worth 250 and the last link of, of the ladder is worth $25,000. And in the Ann Robinson run, the primetime version of Weakest Link in America, and in the first season of the George Gray run, if they have the final two contestants remaining, whatever they bank in that round is doubled and added to the total to make up the grand prize money. So, in the and Robinson run $250,000 is at stake in that round and in the first round uh, in the first season of uh, the George Gray run their their amount for the final round at stake is $25,000 and in each new round they start off with the strongest link from the previous round and the very first round they in the UK run, they start with the person whose name is first alphabetically, and in the in the, in the United States, they start with the player in the first position, and whoever is the strongest link but gets voted off, they start off with the second strongest link from the previous round. So that's the weakest link for you all. And that concludes another episode of the Hit the Buzzer Game Show podcast. I would like to thank every single one of you for listening to me and hoping that we'll continue this amazing podcast series about game show facts, game show trivia, game show history, and the world revolving around game shows. And this is Charles McDonald reminding you, when you hit the buzzer, everyone wins in the game show of life. Thank you all so much for listening with us. We'll look forward to your company next time. Till then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care.